0: Hey there, welcome to the Pine Island Experience podcast. I'm Joanna Anderson with my husband, Trig Each of our episodes will be conversations with fellow Pine Islanders.
1: The goal of our podcast is to share with you our experiences, what we have found to be fun, and what makes the Pine Island Experience so unique.
2: being at Blondie's it's just to see the community even more and to like now be a part of it like that's something we've always wanted is to be part of like a community and people are so proud to live here so it's it's awesome
3: the
4: amount of help after the hurricane the way this community picked itself up was just unbelievable for sure
0: you were listening to Rachel and Joe a delightful couple describing their new business Blondie's Coffee Company a small coffee truck located on 3380 Stringfellow Road in St. James City. They serve wonderful coffee drinks and delicious pastries. I've enjoyed drinking their coffees many times. Their motto is, we strive to serve our community great coffee with a smile. Here's their story, the beginning of the journey to their dreams. Well, welcome, Rachel and Joe. Thank you for coming to the Pine Island podcast. This is going to be fun. I just know it. Um you moved here before Hurricane Ian. I think that's what you were telling me, Rachel. And then um after it hit then you helped your parents?
2: Yes, so we actually came down after the hurricane. Oh, okay. Yes, Joe
0: came down right after. Just after. Yep. Right when when everything opened up.
4: Um, the... No, actually I got here l- literally like 2 days after it hit. Wow. I uh drove through it through the Carolinas. Um, it was, it was pretty tough. I was able to find a boat and, um, basically bring a generator, all my tools and get to going so that, you know, we could save the house.
0: So. Oh, wow. That's exciting yeah. that, that, you know, we had to wait, you know, yeah. to drive yeah. back, but it, okay. it opened and we heard people were coming on the island on boats.
2: Yeah. Cause yeah. my parents, they stayed during the hurricane. Was, oh, wow. It was so-
4: very difficult. Um, with the boat, they were closing down all the marinas because of you know people trying to get on that or trying to leave or you know uh, just with the waterways, there was still it was pretty grim, you know. Um, but yeah,
0: wow, well, yeah, well, good for you. That was you're heroic. That that would have been rough to do yeah. that. I agree. And then. You opened up Blondie's Coffee Company on April 3rd, I believe. Yes. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I was so amazed. I remember running past it thinking, oh, there's a food truck ready to go somewhere today. And then I came back and you were there and you were open. Yep. I'm like, are you serving coffee?
2: Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you were like, um, oh, I thought you were leaving to go somewhere. And I was like, <laughs> no, we're here. We're here.
0: Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah. Just wonderful. Mm-hmm. And right up there at 3380 Stringfellow. yeah Yeah. Perfect location. Yes. You get a lot of traffic. Yeah. hmm So can, I'd like to start in the beginning, if we can, about where you guys grew up, where you're from, um, a little bit about, well, how you met how long you knew each other, um, and how long you've been married. Okay.
2: Um, So I'm originally from New Jersey. My parents retired and moved down here to Pine Island. they have been here for 10 years. And so I left New Jersey a little bit after um, they moved down here about a year after. So I came down to Pine Island. I was here for a little while. And then I left and got a job in the Keys. Um, And that's actually where we met was... Uh, On a dating app, actually. (laughs) And we met down in the Keys. He moved down there by himself. And we met um, uh, actually almost eight years ago, May 22nd, eight years ago. And then we got married August 21st of 2020 during the pandemic. Uh, We got married.
3: And
4: bought a house.
0: Yes, and bought a house.
4: And had a kid.
0: And had a kid.
4: (laughs) We
0: were busy. Yeah. Well, yes, you were busy. <laughs> yeah.
4: What pandemic?
0: Yeah. And the Keys, how great is that? Where in the Keys? Uh, well, we were all over. I
2: first, when I first moved down there, I worked in um, Pass Marathon in Duck Key at Hawks Cay. We know that place. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I worked there for a little while. I lived in Isla Mirada, and uh, he lived in Lower Matacumbi. And then when we moved in together, we moved to Tavernier and then we moved to another spot in Key Largo. We were there for five years. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I can see why you live there. We love, we adore yes. the Keys. Yeah. And that's where oh.
2: Hazel was born. Well, she was born in oh. Miami, but she was a, she was little born Keys in the Keys. Girl. Yes. Yeah. How fabulous. Yeah. And he's from Panama City Beach
4: yes. and Alabama. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I was, in the uh, diving industry, Um, was a dive master. Um, I also did did some work with marine mammals and um, different things at a place called Gulf World in Panama City. Um, The people that were in charge of that place, they eventually moved down to the Keys and uh, uh, started taking care of like this uh, small little resort. And they asked me if I'd like to come down, you know, and give a shot at, you know, island life. And I was like, really? <laughs> well, okay, let's go. And, yeah, that's how I ended up in the Keys. Oh,
0: that's amazing.
2: Yeah, Every- so we were there for a little while, or five years, and then I got a job <gasps> in um, um, upstate New York lake george um so we packed up our stuff and we drove up to upstate new york and we were there for four years and then um with my parents being down here we wanted just to be closer to family and you know help them um so we decided to pack all of our stuff in upstate new york and sell our home and move back to pine island
0: yeah, I knew you had decided to sell your home before mm-hmm. we even knew about Hurricane yeah. Ian. Yes. So yes, that's yes. amazing.
2: Yes. Yeah, it all happened very fast. And, you know, we really couldn't look back and take everything back and stay in upstate New York because, first off, my parents needed our help even more now. And I already gave notice to my job and we were in the process of selling our home. So it was sort of scary because all of this was going on. And meanwhile, Pine Island is you know, was underwater, and the house needed work. And it took
4: me about two months to get you guys uh, down here. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, the repairs, sure. Yeah.
0: yeah, it wasn't a pleasant mm-hmm. place to be, right?
1: So your parents discovered Pine Island. You followed your parents. So the natural question that we tend to ask everybody is, then how did your parents discover Pine Island? It just so you understand, like when we tell people that we live on Pine Island. They're very confused. Now, yeah. maybe a Panama City native right. might yeah.
4: know no, about it. No, 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 none of them do. And, <laughs> yeah. and then you tell them, and even back then, you know, eight years ago, you'd be, oh, well, near Cape Coral, and they're like, what's that?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my parents uh, were getting ready to retire, and my dad, uh, he was actually, his grandmother lived in Fort Myers, so and he lived there when he was much younger. Um so he had an idea of the area and they were my dad at one point was like I want to move to Belize. So he went to Belize, he backpacked around Belize, tried to find some land to buy and build a home and then after discussion with my mom, she's like, you know, maybe we should, you know, stay in the country, be closer to our girls, uh, myself and my older sister. And um and then he found Pine Island, and, you know, then my mom came down and saw it with him, and they found their house, and he thought it was perfect, you know? Was it love at first sight? Yeah. yeah. I think I remember the day, actually, when they told me that they found a the house, and they were really moving. I remember I was laying on the beach in Lake George by myself, and they called me up. They're saying, this is, you know, we're going to put the house on the market. Dad found a great home down here. And, of course, it was sad because that was the house I grew up in in New Jersey. But it's great. I love it down here. It's awesome. It's And, you know, now being at Blondie's, it's just to see the community even more. And to like now be a part of it, like that's something we've always wanted, is to be part of like a community. And people are so proud to live here, so it's it's yeah. awesome.
4: The amount of help after the hurricane, the way this community picked itself up, was just unbelievable. For sure.
0: Yeah, it it really was. We we were very proud. I mean, everyone was helping. We 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 got to know our neighbors. Even better, right? We we're all in it together mm-hmm. and helping each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, you moved at a good time. Yes, you know, yeah, you saw it at its best. Yeah, and then, um, school and work, you went to Johnson and Wales. Yes, and ho- now what made you pick hospitality as a career? Um, nothing really
2: special. I just, you know, um, in high school, you know, having to figure out what you want to go to college for, I was always, you know. I'm a people person. I love to, you know, create relationships with people and have conversations. So I thought it would be a good idea uh, for hospitality. So, um, like you said, I went to Johnson & Wales, and that was the beginning of that. It lasted a while. I was in the industry for about 10 years. Wow. Um, You know, definitely went up the ladder, Um, you know, before we moved down here. I was helping run a Relay and Chateau hotel, which is, you know, luxury property. And that was sort of something that um, made us realize we wanted to move is because it was taking
0: up so much.
3: (laughs) I never saw her.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's 24 by seven, isn't it? Yeah. Because you have guests. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, long days.
2: Um, I loved it. I truly loved it. I lived and breathed in everything hospitality. She was very loved good at it. it. I was very <laughs> dedicated to my job. and But one day, it sort of just clicked in my brain as, is this how I want to live my life, really? You know, two small girls, I was sort of missing out on a lot. And um, Joe has always talked about, you know, starting a job or something together. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, back then it was sort of just like, I blew it off. Like, yeah, you know, we're not, we can't start a business together. Well, it was your
1: husband's idea, Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, you know, <laughs> get real, you know, reality. Um, and then, yes, yeah, so I was like, let's really think about moving to Florida to be with my parents because I don't really, you know, I want to be present in life and, um, that's really how we ended up here. <laughs> That's a great story. Yeah. <laughs> it is.
1: So um, take us through, like, the decision to get into a food truck-based business and finding the food truck and finding a location. To, uh, kind of the behind-the-scenes of people say, oh, there's a food truck there, and I don't think they appreciate necessarily all that you go through and decisions that have to get made to be able to right. be serving yes. coffee. Yeah. Yes. yeah.
2: And it was hard for me because I, like, want to do something, and I want it to be done, like, yesterday. I'm like, you know, let's just <laughs> get out there. And Joe, Joe was like, Rachel, you need to understand, this is going to be a long process. Like, just cool it a little bit yeah um so you know the wheels started turning in our brain of what we wanted to do and uh i was like looking out you know on facebook marketplace and they have so many like facebook groups of buy food trucks here and there and all over the country and we actually found one right in cape coral and yes yeah
4: really nice guy an
2: amazing guy and he was so nice and he was like he didn't really want to sell his this food truck because he put a lot of money into it, and he just really liked it. And he only really was going to sell it for, of course, the right price. And even more, he was just so happy that Joe and I, you know, when we told him our story, he was like, this just feels right. Like, he was so excited to sell it to us and for it to have a new life doing something Mm. else. Uh, So the process took about two months, was it?
4: What, finding the truck?
2: Yeah, from well, finding the truck to getting it open. Well, we
4: also went and looked at one in Miami. Yes. At these people that build them. Uh, company. I can't remember the name, but just the make, the quality of it wasn't that good. And so we just, you know, we we the one that we have now, you know, it's built pretty well. You know, thick, thick walls and everything else. So we made a decision just to,
2: to go with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's so many options out there, and real he this this he put a lot of money into it to make sure it was just well made, and it it really is so we were back and forth, we were researching um you know, thinking about getting one delivered from Alabama, or yeah. you know, but then with this gentleman being so like gracious and nice, and we were like, let's just do this so We bought it from him, and then the whole process started of applications. You have to put into the, um, you know, the county, and health inspections, and just getting all of the equipment. We made some changes. Yeah,
4: while she's doing all that, I'm, I'm in there pulling out the second fridge, putting in new countertops, and installing everything, getting a, a a water system going. I I like to use. like the the Culligan water, rather than using, you know, anything else, just, just fresh, you know, and it, just better. So I, I did that and had to figure out how to do that. Um, a lot of little little things, you know, and then making sure things don't move around when you're when you're driving yeah. and how you secure this. It's,
0: little things, it's, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah.
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but to go back also is so when we sold our home, you know, we. It at, we bought our home at a perfect time right when the pandemic just before, opened. The,
4: just before the real estate hike yes
2: yes so we made a you know good chunk of money selling our home and we were like we're never gonna have this or maybe hopefully in the future we'll have a big <laughs> chunk of money but right now we're like so let's just take an opportunity and and take a chance yolo so we took all we took the money that we made from selling our home and put it everything into the coffee trailer. And I think we made a great decision. Amazing decision. Yeah. It's better than, you know, paying off some stuff here and there. And um, so we took a chance because we knew that we might not have that opportunity again pretty soon. so that was also a big part of it also.
1: And it sounds like a, and I was assuming a fair amount of remodeling because unless it was another coffee vendor, um operating out of there, things were going to have to be plus the fact everybody likes to work a different way.
3: Right. You know, yep. where
1: you, you know, if you're right-handed, left-handed, or or kind of the workflow within a relatively small area, you'd have to adjust that into kind of your vision for uh, yeah. how the how the work day would go.
4: It wasn't too bad. Uh the main thing was really just moving the fridges and then it just figuring out the best way to mount my new tables. Um, what it, he had it as was just like a uh, a hot dog uh, concession-like okay. truck. So he, he had some warmers that were, like, mounted to the tables, and he had two fridges in there. And all I had to do was, you know, just remove a fridge, remove those warmers. Um, actually, the hardest part was knowing nothing about coffee machines and then having to install them. <laughs> You know, and then find out, oh, I got to do all this plumbing because I'm an idiot. And, you know, I do it backwards. backwards. And, um, yeah, um, lots yeah, of so hours later, I got it all figured out,
2: I yeah, think. The truck didn't have like an oven or not an oven, but like a stovetop or anything in it. So it actually worked out perfect because, like Joe said, he was using it. It was actually in Washington State. And Washington State is um one of the hardest states to get um food trucks um uh, what's the word i'm looking for permit. permit. permits okay. yes approved for permits they have a lot more like details and stuff like that so he just used it as he would go tailgating with it to football games and stuff and do hot dogs and burgers and um so it was easier for us because we didn't have to like remove you know a lot of stuff or,
1: and as you did the remodeling, any eye towards maintenance? And I know just as having bought a number of homes over the years, you go to fix something or attempt to fix something. It's like, like why is that valve not out front where I can get to it? Why yeah. do I have to take apart three other things? Did you run into those kinds of challenges, particularly with a small space? I've ignored them. <laughs> um, everything works.
4: <laughs> there are a few things I do plan to change around. Um, uh, eventually, I want to put in a bar fridge, uh, keep everything underneath, and that will uh, give me a little extra room in the back where I can put a um, a little cooler, uh, an area to do um, sandwiches, uh, like little lunch sandwiches and stuff. But, you know, all that with time. Um, hopefully, the season will bring, bring us uh, luck, and we can do that.
0: So what made you decide on coffee? Yeah, Rachel. <laughs> we're all looking at Rachel because yeah. <laughs> well, Joe thought, contributed
1: the whole business
2: yes. it, it, it idea, so now yeah. I'm a cook not a barista yeah. <laughs> my thought was mostly everybody drinks coffee you know you have you have taco trucks maybe not everybody wants a taco today maybe not everybody wants a burger for lunch but mostly everybody you know whether you make your coffee at home but some days you want to treat yourself to uh Iced latte, you know, mostly everybody drinks coffee, even all ages, really. You know, teenagers drink those frou frou drink, fruit. <laughs> fruit, fruit drink. And <laughs> you know, I you can't tell you how many black coffees I sell because of the demographic that we're in here on the island. You know, I get a lot of uh, guys who come up and just get a black coffee. Um, so I feel like I just we're just open to. So many more people, you know, being able to drink different kinds of drinks.
0: Good choice. Yeah. It sounds silly, but that was what I missed the most after Ian. Yeah. I couldn't, I didn't have hot coffee. Oh. I even called somebody and said, do you know where I can get yeah. a cup of hot? That sounds so silly compared to what was the devastation oh, it's around not, right. I
4: was in the same mindset. I really what? wish we could have a
1: cup of coffee. Yeah. See? <laughs> so if you remember, Strength Fellow was a disaster. And thank God they were here, but with the electric, you know, they, Oh man! it was a single lane and there, and God love them. There's all these trucks working and navigating up and down. It was a nightmare. And I said, where are you going? She goes, as far, I'm driving as far as it takes to get coffee. I'm like, we have to clean up the house. And she goes, as soon as I have some coffee.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, it just yeah, it just wears on you. You can't. You need a cup of coffee in the Mm -hmm.
4: morning. You need a little piece of normal. And there's so
0: many people out there Mm -hmm. who are just
2: die-hard coffee fans. You know that will just do anything for a cup of. You know how many people have you met? Oh, I can't do anything until I have my cup of coffee. (laughs) You know, and that was our little slogan: "Is great coffee served with a smile." You know, my first priority was making sure that the coffee tastes good. So we we tasted so many different beans from different roasters mm-hmm. all over uh, Maine, and uh, you know we ended up um, going with the roasted record in um, Jupiter, no Stewart, Florida. Stewart. Oh, yes. Um, so they're great. It's a small business. They do small batch uh, roasting of their beans, and the coffee is so good. And that was my biggest priority, or our biggest priority, and then. Serving it with a smile, I got that right here. And you know, Coffee from that. from
0: Florida is a great <laughs> right. idea. Yes. That's perfect. And obviously,
4: trying to find that niche in the community. What is it we
1: don't have that we can offer? You know. So well, the thing that came to my mind is, and when we first got down, we're driving all over Cape Coral. We're driving all over Fort Myers. We're, I think, we might have even gone down to Stero Naples, and we'd get back, and people go, "Where were you guys to?" Oh, well, like we went. We were over, why would you go there? <laughs> and you know, you're like, what's the well, you know, it's like the island disease, for lack of a better phrase, right? And now it's like, you know, we go up to Bokeh, you are like you guys went that far, yeah. you know, it's 60 <laughs> yep. miles up the road. Right. So, and I get it, it's a lovely place. I, I think you mentioned the pride of living here, but mm-hmm. considering this is the one of the populated ends of the island, you know, it's like. And people don't want to go very far, and now you're right there within a golf cart ride, a walk, yes. a bike ride, or a yeah. very short car drive, and they don't have to leave the island um, or right. go to, you know, uh, go to the center even sometimes. Yeah, it seems the four like corners a, is off the island.
3: Yeah.
1: It's almost like it's at times, <laughs> it, you know, I joke, it's like, well, did, do we have our vaccinations and passports right. in order <laughs> to get out of yes. Matlaché? Yes. Yeah.
2: I mean, people are always like, oh, I have to leave the island Say, Oh.
1: Do? We have a friend that called uh, I said, Where, "What are you doing tomorrow?" She goes, "OTI, off the island." It's just a, it's this generic category yes. of yeah. uh, that they they want to stay here and they want to stay in their in their little neighborhood, which right. I mean I don't want to leave either, so right. I, I get it.
0: yeah yeah. So how convenient you have coffee right when they set out in yes. the morning because you yeah. need that for that drive yeah yep yeah and you have I see a lot of people stopping and that's yeah. early yeah. a yeah. lot of you know regular. Um,
2: locals, especially right now, you know, during this, I guess you could call it off-season, um, I'm very thankful for you being one of them. Well, know? it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, very thankful that, you know, people like the coffee and
0: they're coming back. Yeah, yeah. it's so convenient. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, re- I had written down something you had said, on, and I think you've answered some of this. But and I think it was on Instagram. You said when they when they say starting a business takes time, they weren't kidding. Ooh, yeah. yeah. And so you went through a lot. There were a lot of preparation steps. You had a lot of building mm-hmm. to do. You had a lot of prep. Like, I, I can't imagine all the steps involved. Yes, no. there was a, tons of steps.
4: And you hit walls, and you slowly got to chip away at it. Mm-hmm. You know, a thousand trips to Ace, you know hours on google researching
2: yes lots of surprises research tons of research and and i mean i had i bought this notebook i think for christmas i was like oh get me like a nice calendar and a notebook so when we start this venture i can i think i filled it the whole thing with just notes (laughs) and research and ideas and um yeah the process was long and like i said before i i like to get things done quickly but it was nice that he was like just it's gonna take time you were the
0: calming, yeah, part, right. Yeah. What's the
1: paperwork, like I mean, I I understand there's the government has its processes for reasons, and they're probably very valid reasons that if you're not in the business, you don't understand. But mm-hmm. you probably, I feel like it's like you know doing your taxes, like you get done with the 1040, all of a sudden there's a Schedule A, and then you find out well now yeah. I got to do you know it's form after form yeah. after form mm-hmm. of follow up, or did yes. they get the form and are they actually working on it? Right. So how that part must have. Kept you up at night because yes. you can't go anywhere until that's all signed yes. off. Well, show.
2: yeah. A big thing, a big part of it was like, are we forgetting something important? Okay. Are we gonna yeah. put our trailer out there and are we gonna forget like a license, a license or yes, <laughs> certificate,
1: a sticker on the window? Or right, whatever. exactly.
2: So <laughs> ordering the coffee. Yes, <laughs> yeah. It all started really is making our LLC. That was really our first step okay. to do um, to to start, and then actually the whole inspection process. You know, it took time in between that, a lot of time between making our LLC to the inspection process. But when actually we handed in or submitted online, our application for inspection the turnaround was incredibly fast right you wouldn't expect yeah. so shout out
4: to that guy who who does yes. all this area he's yes. pretty wow um,
2: he reached out to me i think the next day and was like i can come out next week and i was like oh well the internet said it would be two weeks can you give me two weeks because i <laughs> yeah i actually like delayed him a little bit because we had to you know fix up a couple loose ends and That process was great, but it took a long time because that was your last really thing was to get the inspection. Once you get that inspection, they send you your certificate. You have to obviously pay them some money. Uh, And then after that, we were good to go. But, you know, you have to think about taxes, certificate for taxes, and um, just a a lot of small things here and there. It's
1: additional reporting then as a business as well, right? I believe you have responsibility. Beyond the tax you collect, are there some additional accounting tasks? Now, yes. if you didn't know about them, you do now.
2: Yes, right. and we're definitely going to be getting
0: an accountant. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: we're yeah. not doing this
0: by not ourselves. We're still yeah. going to be learning. Yes. <laughs> did you save all your notes? Uh, you, because you could write a book. Oh yeah. You know on how, yeah, to, have how, my how to start a yeah. business with a with a food truck.
2: And actually, when I first started, because I did so much research, like on Instagram and even like TikTok actually, because there's so many people out there with coffee trailers, but I saw this one girl, she actually started her own business to help people start coffee trailers. Like that was, yes. Yeah. So she started a coffee trailer herself and then she has a whole program of helping others to do so. So, um, that was really helpful too. just, talking with her and, you know, not even really talking with her a lot, but just reading all of the things that she provided for people out there that are looking to start this business.
0: Well, it sounds like there's a need for them. Yes. It you yes. know, based yeah. based on that.
2: Because there were so many things that we were going into sort of blindly, and we figured it out, uh, fortunately,
0: but, um, yeah. Cool. And what about, now maybe this is too soon a question, but do you have plans for future growth? Or is it, you wanna i wait for a while before you
4: well we <laughs> do we would actually love to have a nice you know a brick and mortar in the community um but you know it's all but just with the way the housing market the,
3: yeah, time the real will estate tell, market
4: we yeah. just just watching it and seeing just go over the wind takes
1: you know yeah you've talked a little bit about the permitting and the acquisition or modeling of the food truck once you've got all that done then what were considerations and or legalities around where you can put or have a food truck were there any challenges or roadblocks there actually the
2: stars just aligned for us so this whole time we were in this process we were sort of putting it off of like you know we were going to reach out to Different businesses here, you know, right on Stringfellow and asked them if we could, you know, park our trailer in their parking lot. Um, and Joe actually met uh, David, um, who is the owner of the property where we're parked, um, right and at Ace, the owner of Pirate Eats, the other food truck that is right there. And the stars aligned. David asked Joe, Oh, are you doing a food truck? And mm-hmm. Joe was said yes. And he's like, Oh, you should park it right here. Um in yes i yeah, know he,
4: a, he went on to tell me you know he's like i i kind of would like to do a food truck myself he's you know they they lost their house that was there oh. um and he's just he, you know, trying to figure out what he's gonna i guess do with the property um haven't got too in deep with him about all that but you know one of his dreams was also to have a food truck and he's like let's turn this into the food court you know let's do that and i i was all on board. I was like, "Let's do this." That's right where I wanted to be, anyway. Yes. So let's go. Really,
0: the star is like, just the right line. next
4: door. So it's was, it was like, perfect.
0: You yeah. compliment yeah. each other.
2: Yeah. And he went right, to, or I mean, he was an ace. And like, what are the odds that you know? Because was he helping you, or did he hear? Yes. You? No.
4: He was helping me yeah. with um. I was trying to find. I was trying to hook up our coffee machine, uh, to the, to, um, to the to the, to the the lines. Anyways, he was helping me with that and he was asking me what it was for. And I explained, Oh, I'm doing a like a little cafe trailer. And you know, that piqued his interest. And then as I was leaving, he came running out and I was like, Hey, wait, you know? <laughs> and you know, went on about how, you know, his property and everything. So
0: Yeah, it worked out perfectly. Couldn't have worked out better. And what a hardship. I mean, if I remember Ace. You couldn't even go into it. They would mm-hmm. you would say describe something you wanted. Yep. Yeah. And they would go inside yeah. and come back out.
4: And then they had the um then they opened like that little shed area mm-hmm. up and it had a I ain't gonna lie, it was very nice to have them because if you did not have to get off this island to go towards right. Home Depot, that was an all day ordeal.
3: Yeah. You right. if you
4: had to go to Home Depot, just go ahead and hang it up. You're not doing anything <laughs> else for that day.
1: Um and, mm. Not only did you have to drive, but everybody else. Everybody. Understandably. Yeah. Yes. Hacking right, right. Home Depot, Lowe's, et cetera. So, you know, again, kind of advantage of the island is most of the people going into the Ace were just islands. Yes. Right. The only thing I struggled with is I tend to go in and browse at a lot of parts because I'm forming the project in my head instead of thinking it through in advance yeah. and putting down the list of parts I need. And I started to blow in the store, and they're like, stop, stop, stop. You can't go in there. It's not safe. And I'm like, the child are open. They said, "You tell us what we want." Oh, <laughs> and as we're cleaning up the yard, I find that we have a leaky spigot. I'm like, "Could anything else happen? Like, why do I, you know?" Because uh, the water had been turned back on. I don't think we have power yet. No. And uh, so I said, "I I need a new hose spigot." And they, okay, what size? And I'm like, I'm going to say, like, I didn't really measure. Yeah. I'm like I'm <laughs> in the middle of cleaning up. That from sounds a hurricane. exactly
2: like him. So they brought out yeah.
1: three. Or something yeah. like that, and it was super nice, right? I mean, kind of yeah. what you'd hope from a small town. And I said that one there should do the trick, and thank God it did. But uh, <laughs> yeah.
4: I did a lot of that on the food truck, and yes. that wasn't it.
1: And yeah. Go back, come back, yeah. go back. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, this one doesn't fit. I gotta go back. I'm like, really?
1: Well, her motto is no job is taped to the hardware store by,
0: yeah. So. Uh, yeah you just don't go once yeah you no. keep going back yeah
4: then it's good it's a learning process you know And once you've actually you go through all that you know everything inside and out
0: right so yeah you learn the hard way yeah but a shout out to ace i mean that that was really good um well we want to talk about the coffee being excellent and the coffee beans it, it, it's just wonderful. How did you decide on the bean? You said that you found it in Florida. Mm-hmm. In Tampa, yep. So actually
2: we got beans from so many different, um, different places. And I was thinking about what other place would be cool to get a bean from or get mm-hmm. coffee beans from. So Joe and I love Stewart, Florida. And there's this little restaurant there called Terra Fermata. And it's like all like outdoor seating and they have live music. And I'm like, well, that's one of our favorite places. Let me see if they have a roaster in that town. And I found uh, the Roasted Record and and we tried their coffee and it was so good. And, you know, of course, it was priced well for us being a small business. And we just moved forward with them and it, it couldn't work out. Better because it's such a nice couple that owns it, um, you know, a small business themselves. So we're really lucky we found them.
1: And the name of the business and how did you come up with it?
2: So we were sitting at the bar at Fuzzy's and we were thinking about a name um, or what this was really in the beginning before yeah. we even started looking for food trucks, actually. And, um, I was like, I said, what about Blondie's? Cause it incorporated like a blonde roast for coffee. And then our girls, Hazel and Lucy, who are both toe heads, uh, you know, white hair. And we were like, wow, that works out perfect. And then of course we had to figure out coffee company, coffee or Blondie's cafe. So we went back and forth with that, but landed on ultimately Blondie's coffee company for our girls.
1: And, um, kind of like bestsellers or, or favorites. I know you've got some repeats and so forth, and you mentioned black coffee earlier. <laughs> yeah, it's a favorite. Which yes. is probably great. That's probably yes. a good margin product because yeah. it's at least amount of labor Yeah, at and least. I really love that too <laughs>
2: because <laughs> if the black coffee is good, or like if people keep coming back for the black coffee, mm-hmm. then you know the coffee's good. Yes, correct. You know? Yeah. Uh Cold brew. Cold brew, I mean, it's, we actually have to start ordering more. Mm, yes. Um, uh, because people I
4: love the cold that. brew. That's the one coffee I do make. Yes. Oh.
2: Yeah. So we have a whole cold brew system. So it goes through the whole steeping process for 18 to 20 hours. Um, oh, yeah. Yep. So it's a concentrate and then you mix it. You know, if somebody wanted a cold brew, I do cold brew lattes, which would be like with the flavor and milk. A lot of people do just get, you know, 16 ounce cold brew so you you know you have to you have to mix it with water a little bit strong yeah it's strong (laughs) it'll get you moving
4: yeah get you jerry
2: yeah (laughs) my first day that we opened up i thought i was going to pass away from heart palpitations because i drank so much coffee the first day that we opened i was just trying everything and um i'm like I think I might die on our first day that we're open.
1: So a little bit like the bartender that tastes yeah. the goods a little yeah. bit too much, although yeah. a different effect. Oh, we were
2: both yeah. we were
1: both dying. Yes. I was, Rachel, I, I drank
4: too much coffee. Yeah. You know.
2: My heart was beating. <laughs> I'm like, gosh, never again. No, you don't have to go through that anymore. No. No, no. No. I never make that mistake
1: again. Yeah. Are you offering loyalty programs or yes. other incentives to people? Yes.
4: yes. Um, so um every seven coffees, we give the eighth um that is how we're doing that right now
2: mm-hmm. um, and i have a and i've been keeping all the cards the loyalty cards that are complete um so i have a little collection right above the window um i put an, uh, a reel up on instagram about that um you know i think we were one month in and we had tons of loyalty cards already filled up
3: right wow yes, yes.
2: um you know i actually hung up this one that um, this guy—he must have put it in the washing machine probably oh seventeen times, <laughs> and he just wouldn't give up. I'm like, "Can we? Can I'll stamp another one for you." No. And he's like, "No, I need to finish this one out." So I have it hanging up just to show that you know, loyal customers and it, matter,
4: and it's a good uh, indicator that we must be doing something right. You know, if all these people keep coming back,
2: yeah.
1: So. That's interesting because you think the loyalty program is to the coffee, and he seemed to have loyalty to coffee and the car.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes, right, yeah.
1: <laughs> Became a mission.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, you want to talk about uh, days that you're open and hours that you're open so people know when they can drop by?
2: Yes. Yeah, so we're open Monday through Friday, six thirty to three. So we're open for that early person heading to work and that midday coffee drinker that needs a little pick me up. And we are experimenting with Saturdays. Uh, we hope to be open right now in the off season. Saturday is from like 7 to 11. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I always have the information on Facebook. I try to post a lot so people are aware of our hours. Um, I you keep know. our
4: Google page as well updated um, okay. on maps so that people can see, you know, our hours. Um, if things, whenever things change, I can do it from there as well.
1: Yeah. Facebook, Google Maps, other social medias where they can find you, you mentioned a real, I think. Yes. Right? Instagram. so Instagram,
2: we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. And we're, you know, if you were to Google coffee near me, we would pop up. So that's awesome that Joe did that. But consistency is really important to us. Yes. Like I don't, you know, I want to be there if somebody comes at 630 for their coffee. And I want to be there at three o'clock when somebody comes for their coffee also.
0: So I love that video on Instagram where you're making the coffee and you're. Sorry. Oh yes, yeah. that. yes, yeah. I watched it a few times. Yeah,
2: <laughs> sometimes I, I, you know, I'm looking for some creative ideas, and when I have some downtime in the trailer, that's what I'm doing: making Instagram posts.
1: <laughs> I mean, you're just getting started. And obviously, you want to have a good foundation there, but it, any thoughts on like uh, helping out with special events or private parties and those kinds of things too? Uh, yeah you know, fill in or, you know, additional sources of revenue based, obviously based upon time and demand?
2: Yes, definitely. So we want to get our feet a little wet. And then we really want to get out there and start contacting, you know, wedding venues or wedding planners, making them aware that we're available for private parties. You know, even I want to get, you know, more integrated with the school. Hazel does go to the elementary school. So even doing like, Teacher Appreciation Week at the school I think would be really cool, or baseball games and stuff like that. So uh, definitely, we are on the move and we're working on that.
0: Fishing tournament, yes. yeah, yeah.
2: There's so <laughs> many places, you know. That's another reason why we did coffee. You know, it. You know, if it's not an event where somebody's going to be eating, it may be an event where somebody might want a coffee. You know.
4: I think I'm going to build out uh, like a coffee cart, so. Rather than lugging the trailer all around, for some of these events, I'd like to have like just a cart where we have everything right there, ready to go. Um, I think that'll be something that happens sooner than later.
0: That's a great idea. Yes. Yeah. You're already expanding. Right. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's moving off the business a little bit, and I know as a young business getting started, this is probably a little bit from that field, but... uh, when you have downtime, and I'm sure most of it's about thinking about the business and those kinds of things, but uh, what do you do for hobbies? What else do you like to do on Pine Island when you're not selling coffee for people?
4: Kayaking, fishing, uh, you know, the islander stuff. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, being with our girls, mm-hmm. being outside, just family time,
4: pool time.
2: Yes, there's nothing wrong. I mean, we we just love the days where we can hang in the pool, relax. A lot of the times we get lunch across the street from the waterfront uh, food truck.
3: Oh yeah, sweet tea fried <laughs> chicken is
2: yes. the best. Oh, they have it. They're doing
4: sweet tea fried chicken sandwiches. sandwiches.
2: All
0: right. Yeah. That's, That's a big seller yeah. there. Oh, it's so good.
2: Yeah. So family time. He gets out on the water a lot. Uh, he loves to bring Hazel out there, teach her the ways of the water and
4: and teaching her how to fish. We're doing a um, doing a fishing thing over at Jug Creek. I guess that's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be taking her out there to do that. I'm really looking forward to that. She's
0: going to love it. Yeah. She'll always remember that. Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah.
1: And then I'm sure, you know, starting up, there's an initial huge time investment in getting the ground and getting your feet. Like I like said, um, so probably no short-term, but longer-term plans, like would you shut down for a couple of weeks and take a vacation or or thoughts? You got to get the business set up. Understood? Yes. But, yeah. But, you know... It, Sounds like you're planner. So down the road, like, do you envision those kinds of things to give yourselves breaks and do something? Absolutely, yes. Yes. Absolutely,
2: especially since that was never in the plans before. When I worked a lot, you know, of course I would have time off and you know for special occasions. But um, we want to make traditions, you know, um, vacations, summer vacations, all that kind of stuff. So we'll probably give it about a year and figure it out from there.
0: That's a wonderful plan. And yes. it's your own business now. Right, exactly. You call the shot. Yeah, we're yep. the boss. No. <laughs> yeah. You only answer to each other, right? right? Exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah, so when I'm tired, Joe, I'm going to take a mental health day. <laughs> He's got to get out there and make
4: coffee. <laughs> um, Can I work from home?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Put
0: know. me on the computer.
4: Yeah. Zoom call me in yeah. there. I'll take orders. I don't know who's going to make the coffee,
0: but. Yeah. You've both been wonderful. You sound so oh, professional. Thanks. Yes. Thanks. Excellent. This Thank was a wonderful you. interview. Thanks. And you're gonna do well. I mean, I already see it, you know. Yeah, how well you're doing up there. Yeah,
2: and we're it- really excited to be here and this is exciting. I'm so happy you guys asked us to do this. Yeah. yeah.
0: We're happy you came. Yes.
1: Yeah. We hope you enjoyed our Pine Island Experience podcast. If you have any ideas for us, people to interview, or any comments please feel free to email them to us at pineislandexperience at gmail.com. That's pineislandexperience, all one word, at gmail.com. Don't forget to like us, and you may subscribe to this podcast using all the major catchers like Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Thanks again for listening, and remember, island life is a constant vacation. We'll see you on the next podcast.